You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. On uh, pertinence uh, punctuated. And uh, that segment uh, where we join uh, our very own uh, Sheikh Shreve Maida. Sheikh Shreve Maida, who is a Madina University graduate. He is a lecturer. He's an astute businessman, a humanitarian. A top host on uh, many, many platforms. And he joins us uh, this evening on the topic, Keeping a Happy Medium. Sheikh Shreve Maida, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And tell us, how are you doing this fine, beautiful evening, Yashe? Wa alaykum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh to my dear beloved brother Shafat Ahmed Khan and all the dear listeners of Marcus Sahaba. Alhamdulillah, what a beautiful evening. Allah Ta'ala is blessed us with a lot of uh, favors and a lot of bounties. And I can say confident, confident that Alhamdulillah, I'm having quite a good day. And I hope everybody in the Ummah of Nabi Muhammad also having a bright day, Shafat. No, absolutely. You talk about a bright day, a beautiful day. And, uh, you know, we always say uh, in, uh, you know, the Surah Rahman, Rahman, So which is it of the favors of your Lord uh, do you deny? And the answer is a resounding none. And I know, Sheikh Shreemaida, in this world where, you know, generally you find people uh, looking at each other very suspiciously when they're driving with each other on the freeway. There's always they're looking for confrontation. And, you know, it is that a type of world, even when you read the media, you find uh, that uh, there is uh, this uh, apathy. There's uh, talking about warmongering. You take sides, either you Ukraine or, or you Russia and uh, so forth. And you've been dictated to you. Watch what's happening around you. But for us as human beings, you know, we have a choice to make. We can either be captured by this negativity or we can take, uh, you know, and lock the, uh, the gates away. And I don't even delve in this negativity. But what we are looking at uh, this evening is, uh, you know, what does uh, uh, it mean to be in a medium of happy, uh, to be in a happy medium, uh, you know, a good choice or a condition that avoids any extremes. And, you know, I'll give you an example. If you look at the car designers, they have uh, found, a, you know, they have struck a happy medium in between. You know, some people can afford the car or the car looks good to them. And you know, they can drive it, it can take them to a certain place, and they can use it for family use and for business use. And you know, that is a happy medium. But uh, when you look at us as insan, and we as Muslims, we are so fortunate that our medium is uh, Islam. Uh, our happy medium is uh, following the deen. And can it get any more happier than that? Perhaps your thoughts, uh, Yashir. Yeah, Ah, uh, Sheikh, are you there? Yeah, I hope uh, we haven't lost uh, Sheikh Shoeb Maida. Uh, since, uh, yeah, we can't hear him, but uh, inshallah, Sheikh Shoeb Maida will respond as uh, we get connection. Sheikh, are you there? All right, we hope and pray that uh, Sheikh uh, comes back. But uh, talking about happy medium and, uh, you know, uh, many things that come to uh, my mind. And as I gave uh, Sheikh a, uh, uh, you know, a reason why... Uh, some of people say, what is happy medium for them? How happy they can get? And, you know, the word happy, uh, who is it, you know, the definition of happy being uh, joyful, uh, being of a, of a fine disposition where, you know, when you meet, when you talk to people and uh, they are quite happy with uh, your, your, you know, the way you talk to them and you maybe lift the spirits up and so forth. But when you really look at uh, many other uh, you know, mediums they talk about, uh, you know, on uh, if, if you look at uh, people who accommodate you, who agree with you, and uh, people who, you know, uh, 
if you go and if you want to do shopping and all that, you strike a bargain with them or you compromise. And what you do, you find a, a middle ground. And when, when you find a middle ground, you say, yeah, it's a give and take. I give and take and alhamdulillah. And in that way, you find uh, that um, you always uh, will be uh, someone that is accommodated for. And uh, perhaps if others come to you, if you have a business and uh, you reciprocate, you do the same thing. You uh, you you react to the person, uh, you accommodate them and uh, you do what is uh, good for them, alhamdulillah. And if you look at uh, the, uh, you know, the, uh, the meaning or the psychology uh, of a, a medium, a way of acting or thinking that avoids being uh, extreme and that is acceptable to everyone. And as I said, so if you look at, uh, you know, any individual that uh, you will, uh, uh, unless they're very heavy indeed, and I know that certain individuals you just have to turn away and walk away. And you can't be happy, uh, you know, saying, oh, because I'm going to keep uh, it happy or I'm to have a, uh, you know, accommodating uh, a relationship here. But if it uh, doesn't work out, if the person is heavy, and what you should do, you can't let someone walk all over you. And the correct term is happy. If you're the happy median, is as uh, you know, sometimes the scene uh, as or used incorrectly, just like uh, some people spell T O E, toe, and some of them say toe the line. So, which is a, uh, a, a you know, a, a correct uh, mannerism or which is the correct way of talking. Check sure, Maida, are you there? Yeah, I Okay, uh, Sheikh, yes. about, uh, you know, a happy medium. And, uh, you know, I gave a few examples and I went on a, on a terrain talking about it, or uh, on a tangent talking about it. Uh, you know, keeping a happy medium. What is your thoughts, uh, Sheikh Shoei Maida? No, no, Sheikh, you must always keep yourself on a happy medium. That's the best way to go about things, you know. Definitely, there's a lot of negativity around us, Sheikh, as you said earlier when I was listening. You're talking about people want us to choose size, but yet the size has been already chosen for us. Some want to know whether you're pro-Ukraine and some want to know whether you're pro-Russia. And then all that the questions, the answers that are coming in is all funny answers that does not make any actually proper sense in that. It's simply because people have actually um, managed to uh, actually program, you know, how world should go based on uh, the ideologies and how they want it to be like. So it's time, most as Muslims, that we come back and understand ideally that what makes us Muslims and why are we in this world? You know, where a lot has mentioned, uh, I've never created human beings and jinnah except only for one purpose, that is to worship me as a creator. So if you look into that media of um, way of living for us as Muslims, that will keep us happy. So we not, we rather go through that route because that's the best route. You always say, Shafa, in every program we have. That is the media uh, for happiness for us. Because if you obey Allah and obey his Rasul, definitely, Shaf, whatsoever you do will be done solely for the pleasure of Allah. So there won't be no any disappointments or any depressions because everything is done according to Allah wants us to be like Shaf. No, absolutely, Sheikh Shreemaida, you know, uh, as you said, uh, yeah. I mean, the blueprint is there. It's all written there in the final uh, message of uh, Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in the Quran. And, uh, you know, when you read at all the different, uh, if you do the wrong things, uh, definitely you won't be happy. Uh, but if you do everything according to, uh, 
you know how Allah wants you to do it and then uh, you'll be uh, re, uh, in the medium of uh, being a happy individual and your happiness uh, will be so efficacious that those around you will appreciate you and they'll embrace you and they'll celebrate you and whenever you walk in uh, there'll be a smile on the dial and uh, uh, perhaps you'll also smile when you meet the right type of individual that always you know you meet him there's only happy happy moments perhaps your thoughts are uh, uh, on that and uh, on the other hand when you meet certain individuals you know they just uh, know how to uh, dampen your spirits and take away uh, perhaps the mode of happiness how do you react to these uh, different types of scenarios are you sheikh Okay, Sheikh, are you there? Can you hear me, yeah, Sheikh? Okay, it seems as if uh, Sheikh Shobhaza, uh, we're having a network problem. Uh, it's uh, disappearing, coming on and moving and uh, moving this end and that end. But uh, yeah, as we bring in uh, the, these different types of uh, people that you're surrounded with, and in you know in this uh, the type of world that we live in, it is uh, a world that, that uh, you know we we have choices, we make choices, and uh, perhaps. Uh, you know the type of environment we grow up in and that also plays a very important role in our lives but also uh, spirituality and getting our you know our our focus right and uh, you know uh, uh, holding fast to the rope of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that will also add uh, you know a lot of value to our life and perhaps make us happy people uh, nabi muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam said my utmost happiness lies in prayer and this is when nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam went into prayer into salah and perhaps uh, some people say my utmost happiness lies in uh, giving uh, you know lilla zakat and uh, you know helping the poor and doing things like that and uh, some will say yeah my uh, utmost happiness lies in uh, reading the noble quran and what a joy you get in reading the noble quran and others will say you know what i love reading my surah yasin over and over again and uh, that gives me uh, the sukoon for my day and others will say i want to read uh, surah rahman others will say i'd like to read a uh, surah kahf and all this you know adds a value to our lives and gives us a, a you know a sense of uh, pleasing the maker and creator and you know when you do that you notice that your soul reacts in a, in, in a manner of uh, it being happy because it has uh, it has done something that it was made to do is uh, you know to serve our creator and uh, to keep our uh, our maker happy and uh, to use a happy medium in a sentence uh, how would you use it you know think about it sheikh are you back Yes, I'm back. I'm listening. I'm following. I think network is just going uh, yeah. like crazy. But I don't it look like happened now. Yeah, uh, we we talking about the extremes in uh, happiness. You know, uh, you know, you get the high and the low. But you know, keeping yourself, uh, you know, connected with Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, holding onto the far rope of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, holding fast onto the rope of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, then you've got no problem because that medium will always be happy. Uh, yeah, Sheikh. No, no, definitely, Chef. You know, if you hold fast to the ropes of Allah Taala, you never go wrong. As you just said earlier, I was listening quite uh, actually seriously on what you're saying. You know that some people would choose to say, for me, my happiest medium is to be reading Salah. Some would say, is to be uh, uh, reading the Quran all the time. And some would say, for me, to be reading Surah Yasin and the rest of that. And Alhamdulillah, some actually, as you said, going out in charity, giving. So we need to be looking to this kind of angles. 
ritual and then we do um Hello, sir, if you're there. Yeah, Hello, sir, sir, but, you know, our network uh, is breaking, but alhamdulillah, you know, as you're talking, I'm uh, getting you again there, and your response is absolutely, uh, mashallah, you know, it's, uh, it's a pity that uh, we having these uh, gremlins coming through. But, uh, you know, we, we talk about uh, all these issues, and alhamdulillah, you know, uh, perhaps uh, the word happiness in the Western context, uh, uh, you know, maybe taken... Uh, in another sense, uh, the happiness, uh, uh, you know, is based on the happiness they get from the meretricious world, from the world that deceives them and happy and, uh, you know, all these other words they use and some, you know, need to be intoxicated and that. But in the house of Islam, uh, we don't need all these uh, stimulants to keep us happy. Our happiness lies, uh, Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu said, my utmost happiness lies in prayer, Sheikh Shweb Maida. This is where the Muslim's happiness comes in. In utmost happiness should be in ibadah, sir. Yeah, Sheikh. Unfortunately, the network is still playing up. But inshallah, hope and pray that Sheikh Shweb Maida will come through as you know we we move through and we talk about uh, happiness and as i said we as in the house of islam are very fortunate indeed that our happiness uh, should be in uh, you know lies in uh, obeying allah and his uh, messenger and also our utmost happiness that nabi muhammad sallallahu gave us in a guideline should be our my utmost happiness lies in prayer and how many of you get that type of uh, joy and happiness that you know when you're in ibadah when you're in prayer that you feel that you know allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is happy with me i'm happy with him and uh, that type of relationship you have with the creator and that is so important that uh, we uh, make the best of that and inshallah sheikh are you back yes i'm okay, back Yes, sir, Sheikh, yeah. it's good to have you. And as I said, you know, uh, Westerners and, uh, you know, people maybe of other faiths, uh, they get happiness, you know, when they have a quick tot or they have some stimulants and they're having uh, marijuana and hashish and so forth. But we in the House of Islam, you know, we follow the uh, the, the guidance of Nabi Sallallahu the Sunnah of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi where he said, my utmost happiness lies in prayer. Your take on that, yeah, Sheikh? No, no, definitely, you know, Shaf, as you said, uh, some do find solace in uh, marijuana, some do find solace in actually mugging other people, doing wrong. As you said, in the house of Islam, we only have solace in getting good, medium happiness, which is actually doing everything according to how we're supposed to live as Muslims, Shaf. You know, as we said, Salah could be part of it. And uh, that Salah, too, needs to have a lot of meaning. You must remember, Shaf. There's a good reason why Allah has given salah. And Allah has mentioned in the Quran himself, telling us, They say, you perform your salah should be uh, added value to your way of life as something that stops you from doing evil and shameful activities. So if we're reading salah and we still indulge in evil and shameful activities, it means that salah does not carry the meaningful value that it's supposed to be carrying. So we have to be uh, extremely careful in what we do even in ibadah. We have to do it. For the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that we don't mix things and thinking, no, as long as I have a good heart, I go read salah in the masjid, I can do wrong. You know, then it's like mixing oil and water. You know, when Allah says you must be good, do things that are good, you have to maintain that kind of actually uh, setup and pattern because 
and Lauta does not accept except for what is good in Allah and Lauta is pure and will never accept or accept anything except that uh, that carries a lot of purity. So we need to be on that understanding. Most, of, most important of all, Shaf, you know, we always speak about it. If we give in some little bit time to get some value in the Quran that we have, definitely it will change our lives completely. You know, you must remember Allah's mention about it. It's the book without any doubt in it, but guidance to those that would like to uh, get the close bond with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So if you want to be good, definitely you have the book of instructions. You buy a car, you buy, a, uh, uh, let's say, uh, an instrument in the house with electronics, you go read the manuals before you start assembling it. Why? Because you know, if you don't do that, you might blow up uh, the money that you've paid because you did follow the instructions. So the same. Being a Muslim is as simple as it looks, and most especially looks much simpler if we follow the guidelines and the structures that Allah has given us in order to be good Muslims, which is obeying Allah and His Rasul as the first pillar. And then we have the Salah coming in, we have uh, Hajj, uh, fasting, you know, we have all these pillars that are fundamental pillars, but there's more to those pillars uh, in Islam than what we think. You know, as you said, even parents come second to Allah Ta'ala, if you actually take care of them, and make sure you do not get them sad. It's another good uh, actually uh, action of actually getting the medium of happiness between you and Allah Ta'ala. You must remember, Allah Ta'ala said, Al-Walid awsat abwaabul jannah. You know, the parents are always, you know, uh, the door between yourself and your jannah. So if you want, you need to maintain that door and keep it firm and strong so that you can use it at the time you need it in going to Jannah. So there is a lot to uh, life as a Muslim, and there's a lot actually that we can learn, and there's a lot we can implement in our lives that can keep us happy on our day-to-day uh, livelihood in this dunya. And when we close our eyes to the next level, which is partner, going to the graveyard, which is a gift where we have to go now to Jannah or go the opposite direction, and then actually you know you've worked for yourself on what is right, and you've done yourself a proud, that the moment Allah decides to switch off uh, this life that we're walking up and down, then you know you'll be able yourself to recall Allah's name and understand and actually accept that there's only one Allah, Nabi Muhammad وسلم, is his messenger, and we came from Allah, and really this is the journey by going to Allah Ta'ala Shah. Yeah, Sheikh Shomaiza, well said indeed, and also thinking about, uh, you know, the different types of people, people that uh, perhaps uh, that are living in a city life or fast life and you know, in, in big communities and concrete jungle and all that, um, they are more prone to stress and uh, maybe unhappiness because they have to pay huge bills, uh, there's no fresh air around, uh, there's people around them on one top of another, uh, irritation mode is at a very high level, uh, compared to those people that live in a fast off areas in farms and uh, like the shepherds in the, you know in, in these areas who have peace sukun at night they you know they are they can they can uh, contemplate they can look at the stars they can look at the skies they can look at uh, or the breathe in the fresh air and perhaps uh, they are more prone uh, uh, to being more focused on the creator and uh, you know focusing on themselves and perhaps in that world of theirs they are perhaps some of the most happiest people on planet earth uh, Shakespeare Maida your thoughts no, no, definitely, you know, Shaf, if you have everything accordingly planned by what Allah wants you to be by, definitely uh, you never have a problem. You know, as you said, you know, first uh, factor is to accept uh, that, you know, on the takdeer 
of whatsoever good comes or come from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and even some uh, consequences that comes based on our way of life also comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yes, we do understand fully whatsoever good comes from Allah and whatsoever bad consequences is always against our actions of disobedience. So, I mean, they also we need to understand that and focus on that uh, solely to say, you know, nothing will go unpaid for. So, if you do wrong into others, Allah will bring you a condition that you'll have to pay for that wrong of, of other people. If you do good, Allah will give you a good, actually, a condition based on that. We give a good example, Shaf. We're reading Salah all the time. And uh, the meaning of this Salah is for us to get that key to go to Jannah. So if you're reading Salah regularly and in time, you know you're actually manufacturing your own key to enter Jannah without problems, you know, with suhulat, you know, with, with sahlness, that's easiness. That's what happens. So you're creating a condition by performing your Salah, by doing good, of entering Jannah simply. But if, on the other hand, you don't want to perform your Salah, but only you come to the Masjid on a Friday, just like how the Hindus do on one special day, Christians do, maybe on a, on a Sunday or a Saturday, then there's a big contradiction to yourself uh, with your deen of your, of your faith itself, which needs to be actually uh, evaluated properly. So I said, you know, we need to look into ourselves first before we look into the next uh, level of others. So we need to do good understanding whatsoever good I'm doing, I know there's a reward for that. And Allah I will never let anything go by whatsoever we do good, whether it's the size of an atom, you know, or smaller than that. Allah is going to reward us for that. So let's look into this medium way of actually uh, being happy by actually uh, bringing ourselves uh, into our lives all these simple uh, and uh, educational and valuable, uh, meaningful information that we have from the Quran al-Karim, be it how we live with our families, our children and everybody around us, be it how we actually uh, conduct ourselves in a work environment, in a work space, how we conduct ourselves even when we sit in the masjid, because even the conduct in the masjid shaf is going even sour today. You know, just to give you a good example, you know, and Lauta speaks about Juma, you know, to say, When a call is being made for the day of Juma, you know, that you need to rush to remembers of Allah and, and abandon all the transactions. You know, that's where the law comes. Abandon all the transactions, go deeper into remembrance of Allah and make as much to us as you can. But what happens to the Shaf? We forget all that. We sit in the masjid busy with our cell phone, you know, chatting with the outside world, waiting for only for that time where there will be a qamad then we stand for salah. So in other ways, we missed out the value of Juma itself. It's just like one of those traditions that we do every Friday. So if we start by taking that away from us to make it, to say Juma is the best day, you know, that Allah has ever created. Qiyamah will be on the same day of Juma. And also Juma lift is also a Juma shaft where people can listen from advices, ask questions, you know, and understand the values of that. Definitely shaft things becomes easier and simpler by the day because of understanding what we're doing, Shaf. Yeah, a little bit of uh, a banter there and uh, some uh, humor coming from Sheikh Shoebaida. And uh, Sheikh Shoebaida, perhaps uh, before we end off, uh, you know, we are told uh, that the, so, uh, the love of this world is a source of misery. And if you love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you love Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, you love uh, the deen of Islam, uh, you won't be miserable. But you'll be uh, fairly, uh, you know, confident of being a happy individual when you make parda from this uh, dunya, Sheikh Shoei Maida. Perhaps your comments and uh, your parting words uh, this evening on that. 
Definitely, you know, Nabi Sallam has taught us to say among is the three signs uh, that a person can adopt, three characters, is if you have Allah Ta'ala and his Nabi Sallam, the most beloved to you by anybody else, by your parents, by even friends, anyone that you know, then it becomes easier for you to adopt to a good, sweet life because that is a balanced kind of life. You know, if you're not happy, you know Allah did not provide for me and you accept it. If it comes, you say, Alhamdulillah, Allah has given us and you go by it. So that's why it means if you have that strong love and bond in Allah and His Rasul, definitely, Shaykh, that's the most happiest moment you can ever have because everything you do will be in moderation and to be balanced at the same time, knowing that this world it's not actually a permanent place, it's a temporary place. You know, when Nabi has taught us to say we have to be here, a stranger or somebody who's just passing by. So definitely, Shaf, if we follow those teachings and abide to them and take the instructions out there and actually get it into our lives so that we can actually uh, use it to benefit us, definitely, Shaf, we'll never have a problem in this dunya and in the akhirah is multiple rewards, inshallah, Shaf. Inshallah, yeah, Sheikh, and Alhamdulillah, you know, uh, full credits to you uh, with all the gremlins coming in uh, with the intermittent uh, break. And now because of the load shedding, it really uh, makes it uh, difficult, uh, but we managed to keep the show flowing. And Allah bless you for that, uh, for sharing your knowledge uh, with the uh, esteemed uh, listeners of uh, Marcus Sahaba, the voice of the Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'a, and also Sheikh Shoy Maida for the sterling work that you're doing. Allah reward you and uh, reward all your family members and also your team. Uh, for what you are doing, and uh, Allah keep you uh, also for a long time to serve uh, His Deen in the manner that pleases Him uh, most. Ya Sheikh, uh, you have a beautiful, lovely evening ahead, and inshallah, we'll talk to you soon. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Yes, sir, people, time for us to go for our break. When you get back, uh, we'll be joined by Molana Salim Karim.